Hey everyone, welcome back to our podcast. I'm Kelly Birmingham, and this is a retrospective look across the spectrum, chronicling my 28 years in the field working with children and adults with autism and developmental disabilities. My partner in crime, Jen, is not here today. She had to take care of something with Dylan, so she's not here, but I have a very special guest that I'm super excited about. Before we start the podcast, I'm going to give a shout out to SitePro. SitePro offers a wide range of engaging and practical continuing education courses, and many of them done by me. And the great thing is, is if you listen to this podcast on SitePro's website, you can get free CEUs for listening to us. So that's fantastic, right? While you're driving somewhere, listen to us. So October is Cybersecurity Awareness Month, and I, you've all heard me talk about my stepdaughter who, um, falls on the spectrum and she's 33 and man, have we gone through some cyber issues with her. And so when I was thinking about the topic for this, I thought I know exactly who I want to call. And um, it's someone who I've known for years. He doesn't know me. That's because as you all know, I stalk people who I think are fantastic. And <laughs> so I'm introducing Dennis DeBow. Am I saying that right? Dennis DeBow? Yes, absolutely. Thanks, all right. Dennis. So you have over 30 years of experience in autism and law enforcement. Like I know this because I've stalked you in curriculum development and training. You have a son who was diagnosed on the spectrum in 1987. Um, you've done extensive research from on interactions between autistic people and the police. That's how I know you first and foremost is all your law enforcement training um, and work that you've done. You know, you've, I'm, I have a four-page resume on you. I'm going to summarize it. You have consulted with law right. enforcement, including the FBI, Department of Homeland Security, right? Um, NYPD, Chicago PD, Detroit PD, North Carolina D P D PD. It goes on and on. You've co-authored over 60 autism and law enforcement articles, books, videos, including the book Autism Advocates and Law Enforcement Professionals, Recognizing and Reducing Risk Situations for People with Autism Spectrum Disorder, and 2001, which I've read, <laughs> right? So and so it goes on and on. You have a website, which we'll talk about um, at autismriskmanagement.com. So let's get into it. When I'm like, okay, I need to do cybersecurity, who am I going to call? I'm going to call Dennis, right? Well, yeah, th thank you, Kelly. I, I appreciate <laughs> it, yeah. You're, I was you're, here when you called. Thank <laughs> God, you're the guy. And so yeah. I, I always start off with a few statistics for our BCBA listeners. Yeah. Um, listen, like 75% of folks on autism spectrum are going to be bullied at some point, cyber bully, right? Um, interesting fact, and this plays into something you and I were talking about earlier, around age 10 on to early adulthood, the brain changes and seeks for more, desires more attention from their peers. Right. And so that plays all into like cyberbullying and uh, risks with with uh, the Internet, gaming issues, you're like all of that. So I know when you and I are talking earlier, talked about Internet safety, right, and developing a plan, just get us started. So our audience is BCBAs. They're likely working with family members with a child at various levels, right? Level one, level two, level three, on the spectrum. Like, where do we even start? How do I tell my families and BCBs? What are the, where do they even start? 
Yeah, I think the great uh, easiest, uh, simplest way to start is to develop a safety plan uh, for the person that needs it. We, we all have one. Yeah. Uh, most of us pick up our safety skill set, personal safety skills through trial and error uh, in, in a very informal way from our peer group. Uh, and we we learn these skills, and if we have a bad experience in our lifetime, we uh, somebody cons us out of money or takes advantage of us or tells a lie, and then we get into trouble over it. When we recover, we uh, we learn a lesson, and and yeah. we build uh, 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 a resilience to uh, these kinds of con games. But for uh, some individuals, certainly children, all children, whether they're autistic or not. Uh, would ha would be clueless about uh, somebody deceiving them. Everybody's mm -hmm. a truth teller, so that would be easy to play a trick on if you're a clown or a magician. Uh, that yeah. the, the kids are, are are of wonder. And yes, we as human beings, we want to have friends, and we're curious uh, about each other. So it it creates a dilemma. This new internet. Uh, uh, what 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 I grew through uh, in the late tw uh, 20th century was the, these uh, devices becoming more than a curiosity, something that were useful to now. There's something that you can't do without. Yeah, true. And you not only have uh, at home, we all have our home-based computers with larger screens and uh, audio systems hooked up to it. Uh, but uh, we we can't, uh, you know, Kelly, grab your phone, show it to everybody, will yeah, you? Yeah, right yes. here. <laughs> there it is, right there. Mm -hmm. So we, we can't get away from it. We're, we're two dependent. of them. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, we're, we're all pretty dependent on that. So it, it makes for uh, an easy opportunity to communicate with uh, your network of friends or people you don't know uh, immediately at any time of the day or night it doesn't go away so and that happened pretty quick uh, but along with it uh, the and we were talking about this earlier too confidence artists or con artists uh confidence individuals people that like to scam you they've been around since the beginning of man yeah that is nothing new someone <laughs> to take your telling you lies making you feel good so you give them something goods your money mm -hmm. even sexual favors mm -hmm. uh, you know, you're friends with them you'll vouch for them uh it's a it's a pretty sick uh a social crime uh that ends up uh, just every bit as ugly as a drive-by shooting or yeah. somebody's using a, a force to rob you of their money in, in some cases the, the hurt lasts longer oh uh, i my, I told my stepdaughter, we went many years of pain with her being targeted, being taken advantage of, being teased. Yeah. Enough. It's it, painful. It, 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 it is painful. Uh, uh, and our, our son has had uh, incidents not only on the internet, but over the phone, a mm -hmm. live person. Yeah. He believed that somebody needed $100 like right now, or believed that, that this gal that he was maybe uh, taking a, 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 you know, putting a sweet eye toward, was asking for money for their grandparent or, or whatever it may be. Uh, and he, he provided it. He, he's learned a lot of lessons. And I think for both of them, he's 40 now, your daughter's 33. They change, we, we all change as human beings. When we learn 
we apply it and then uh, we're much more, uh, again, I'll use the word resilient uh, when we're aware of some of these techniques, but the, the, the kind of artists are good too. They, they go with the flow. So now we've got artificial intelligence and other forms of uh, cyber uh, assets, uh, communication uh, possibilities that uh, open up uh, a brand, uh, new ways for cons to go down. And, and the results, ransomware, cyber threats, uh, 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 posting political messaging, uh, uh, taking over someone's computer, yeah. uh, using it as blackmail. Uh, there, there are uh, a lot of nuances that the uh, the, the criminals uh, uh, are, are not shy about using now but also by background i owned a, a detective agency for 37 years in detroit michigan and then down here in florida too and most of my work was a, a criminal in nature and it was finding people who had uh, uh, committed crimes uh, and or getting evidence of their crimes which were usually theft in mm. some way, shape, or form. Okay. So, so I became a specialist in, in that area of uh, of investigations, which put me in touch with policing agencies around North America and in Europe and South America and, and elsewhere. Uh, so it gave me a good background for this, but specifically for cybersecurity. So I say, you got to have a plan. Uh, and that plan has to fit the person that you're designing it for. Okay. So some of the things that you would want to uh, be uh, put on your checklist is how old is the uh, person, the autistic person? Okay. Uh, so some of your clients are going to be four, five, six years old. All four, five, six-year-old children, autistic or not, <laughs> need other people managing their safety. True. It's by the time a child gets up to six, seven, maybe eight years old, where they you can feel pretty comfortable. They've got uh, uh, the presence of mind to when a risk uh, is is put in front of them, they'll recognize it as so, and then take some steps to avoid that risk. I'll, I'll use water because yeah. that is a tragic uh, thing yeah. for many of our families, but. Uh, there, water comes with risk. If you can't swim, you don't want to go in any further than this about this far into the water. Yeah. But if you don't know the risk, then you'll go all the way in and, and you can drown. So, right. Good point. Uh, or the risk of, of traffic that's driving by you. Right. Oh, those shiny objects. I want to go out and touch them. Well, no, uh, you could get hit. So uh, you for using the internet, I, I don't see where it it's to anybody's advantage to have four, five, six-year-olds using the internet right. and communicating with people. I think uh, maybe by the time these days that kids are eight, nine, ten, they're starting to get that experience. That that has to be monitored, uh, uh, especially for an autistic kid at eight, nine, ten or so. Uh, by a responsible adult. Now, I'm talking about somebody in the room with them when they're yeah. using uh, and, and in order to uh, help with the safety, there are filters and adjustments. Your your uh, internet service provider, whether it's cable TV or uh, other uh, uh, provider to access to the internet, 
they may be able to uh, put traps and filters on your line that would catch certain keywords or or prevent the end user from going to certain websites. I would say pornography, certainly child pornography, by example, or any other objectionable. Uh, you wouldn't want them going on to political websites or people that are, have really uh, uh, extremist views politically or otherwise. The, and that the, could be filtered out. The pornography one comes up a lot in yeah. over the year, like um, to the point where I knew a young man who would grab phones from people to access pornography on their phone because it was shut down at home. So yeah. that's, that's a filter you do through your internet company. Is that right? Yeah, well, I would say in, inquire first with okay. your, your your service provider, and then uh, I would also uh, and I'll share links that they can. Uh, everybody who's out here, I have some links to the uh, FBI cybersecurity folks. Cool, I'll take that. Yeah, that I'll, that I'll share with everybody and, and folks. They're not uh, uh, hard to understand. They uh, they're they're clear. And the FBI is really the, the closest thing we have to a national police force, right. except they don't serve in uniform and do frontline policing, but they are national. And, and certainly this kind of, this issue of cybersecurity and safety you know, is part of their mission. Right. So they do a pretty good job of uh, helping out and uh, you would be able to reach out to contacts in, in the FBI. They wanna know who's doing what out here, because uh, we have a lot of enemies uh, along with the con artists, our uh, foreign governments uh, that uh, we uh, all you know, write on paper. We don't like them, they don't like us. Iran, China, uh, yeah. the, uh, I was gonna say the Soviet Union, no, uh, Russia. Yeah. Uh, and, and then there are domestic violence uh, folks who are Americans. Yeah. All of them could pose uh, cybersecurity uh, risks for autistic people. Uh, so I, when I was going through this, I asked some parents and I'm like, you know, Hey, if I were doing a podcast on this, what are some of the things and the th areas, the three areas that came up actually mm -hmm. is kind of four, but one was, which I think a BC Bay would know how to do, right. This isn't necessarily security, but overuse of internet and screen time. So like for my families and BC Bay's listening, like overuse developing your plans on how to limit that you know they talk about if you're on your screen 60 minutes before you go to sleep it's going to impact your sleep like there's research that says that so that i feel like bcbas and families should be able to manage um then the other ones are the actual bullying but what you're talking about like these con artists and i read i've learned that a lot of them come in and target gaming platforms yes and that some platforms have taken big steps, like Roboblox is one, as Roblox is, there's a couple that have taken big steps to monitor that, but there's only a couple that I could found. And so a lot of, that's what happened to my stepdaughter. She was on gaming platforms and then she'd meet people who would convince her, give me money or, you know, you can come and live and move in with me, right? Or they tease her during the game. She didn't have the cues to understand they were teasing her. And then it turns out everyone like ganged up against her. And I didn't know that the gaming platforms, that's where so much happens. Yeah, well, they they are uh, they're social gathering spots. So-called chat rooms was the yeah. word that came out of the early 21st century. 
But in, in fact, that's what they are. They're social chat rooms that are connected to a, a, a fun thing to do. And now it's kind of like going to the bowling alley. After you bowl three uh, games, you sit and, you know, you go and get a hot dog or a Coke or yeah. something. And, and you sit around, and you talk about whatever. You're so you socialize. Uh, and, and that is a great place for a con artist to go because people are, you know, they want to chat. So uh, the the allure of, of friendship for, yep. let's just be straight and honest here, for people that uh, have difficulty making friends in real life. Yes. Uh, and, and oftentimes grow up as children with no... Uh, you know, with no peer group, mm -hmm. the the, uh, the dangers and the, the repercussions to that are, are, are really sick and, and sad on me. Yeah. Uh, I, I would, and, and along with the uh, internet use, one thing we, we need to recognize as an autism community is that uh, the downloading of child pornography is yep. a problem for autistic it is individuals. It in fact right. is. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and, and uh, I, I, my spin on this is, if you don't have a uh, a peer group, you may not be learning what's right and what's wrong, what's safe and what's legal, uh, when you choose to have a sexual interaction with another human being. Yeah. In our society in America, we. We learn that skill set from our peer group. Good point. Really most, great point. Yeah, most parents do not uh, give any kind of high detail to that. Yep. Or You're not going to learn that in school. You're going to learn that from your brothers, your sisters, the kids in the neighborhood, the, the other kids your age at school, people you, you meet along the way. You're going to joke about it. You're going to experiment. But great that's point. where you learn what's right, what's wrong, what's safe, what's legal. Now, if you haven't had that experience, uh, you're not born with that knowledge. Yeah. So you need to be taught that, you know, in, uh, looking at images of children having sex is illegal. It's yeah. not only something that's unpleasant, it, it's a crime. Yeah. And, and then, of course, uh, saving those or giving them to other people extends the crime. Uh, there, there are other uh, theories on why this may be happening, but I, I believe that we probably, as part of the safety plan, need to include where is this person at in, in understanding uh, safe sex, safe legal sex. I, I that it, I can't tell you how many times I've heard that actually the downloading of child pornography. Um, mm -hmm. It happens more than I think people realize. Uh, and not uh, or, or watching it and not knowing yeah well yeah yeah i there, there may be some of the watching but not knowing but if you you've gone back 50 times it, you know yeah yeah this, this isn't a mistake yeah and, and it's one of those crimes where it's pretty uh there's going to be hard evidence that you were there and yeah. doing that it's uh, uh and it it carries with it a stigma, even inside prison walls. Yeah, uh, that Ooh. supersedes people who are in there for murder. Yeah, Ooh. in some cases. So it 
it, it can uh, uh, get our so sons and daughters not only victimized because this our population uh, of autistic people is victimized at a higher rate than That's the right. general population. Yeah. And when it's sexual victimization, that number even goes up further. If yeah. you're female, it goes up further. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so that that becomes a, a problem. So what what is the antidote? Yeah. Talking about it, okay. including it in a safety plan that would include safe, uh, safe Internet interactions, as well as safe interactions when you're not on the Internet, the, the same skill set is important whether you're on the internet or not. But these days, the, the access to the internet is uh, in, incredible out here. And, and it can it can be harmful. So setting some rules, ha having uh, some opportunities to, uh, I, I would say in the beginning, keep your computer in a common era area where, uh, where everybody can see what's going on and definitely set time limits that that has to be part part of a of a, a skill set create a, a username that you'd be uh familiar with as well as a uh like a a help password whatever it is you know it's you know the three stooges or or whatever but if somebody uses that term that means you you, you kind of need help uh filtering in blocks uh from the from the service providers, uh, all of those would be part of your plan that needs to be discussed once uh, you ha have some of the ideas of, uh, oh, oh, I think it's real important to identify who is paying the bill for this. Oh, that's so great. That's such a great point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, so if parents, you're paying the bill for your, your kids, then you, know, you definitely have a, a huge say in it. Parents, if your kids are over 18, it doesn't matter if you're still paying the bills, you still have some say in it. But That's right. We've done that. We've shut the internet down in our house several times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I think set, setting this stuff out earlier, then it, yeah. you know, it becomes a lot easier of a, uh, of a task later on if you have your rules written down. So write the rules down. Everybody should sign the document. That y'all agree to these things. Uh, agreement might take a few sessions to get what the rules are going to be, but uh, if that that's something that uh, that should be review reviewed frequently, uh, and and also identify other people that the autistic individual knows and trusts who aren't family members, who aren't auntie or someone with you know. Uh, you know, close contact. There may be uh, other uh, peers. There may be other adults. There may be a favorite neighbor, uh, somebody that you know well, of course. Uh, but to bring them in on the plan or in and out, yeah, absolutely, that's good. Have exercises. The plan doesn't work unless you test it out. So you could have, uh, you know, somebody's uh, brother-in-law call and and pretend to yeah. be a con person and yep. go through some of these scams. So you get a feel for some of the terminology that's going on out there. I, I, I think uh, a real, uh, you know, a, a best advice here uh, after the plan and everything else is, if you feel something in this interaction is not was not good, isn't going good, it happened yesterday and you don't feel good about it, 
don't do nothing. Contact law enforcement and let them know why you felt that way. Because there may be other victims out here. And the only way this crime can be really addressed is to document who and what and when they occurred. So I know it's tough talking about things when when you feel like, oh, I should have known better. I feel like such a dork or or whatever, whatever it may be. That's okay. Those are that's natural. You're not a dork. Uh, <laughs> There, there are other people that are looking for the opportunity to, to run the scam. Now, it's very similar to these robo phone calls that I yeah. think we're starting to see fewer of them, but they haven't quite gone away yet. So, the, and these are people that I, I've, I have a group out of uh, Miami that keep calling me saying that if I pay them, uh, they will uh, publish my book. And they said, well, you have a book out here. And they named my book. And I say, yeah, all right. And she says, well, if you give us $450, we will sell uh, $10,000 worth of your book. Oh. I said, well, I said no. honestly, why don't you just hook up with my publishing company? You'll, they'll give you a discount, believe me. And we'll all do well here, but I'm not gonna I'm not giving you this money. Yeah. But they keep calling back every three months or so. So uh con artists can be persistent, or they can just be looking for that one hit and then they move on. Yeah. And, and they can be very nice to you. Um, it, it it can be uh luring you into things that they, they may make you feel like, oh, you're in now. You can't get out. And now yeah. you're responsible too. You're part of the scheme. No. Uh, and, and that's why I say when you, you're getting a, 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 a phone call, you're noticing it. Your, your child has changed or, or they're sneaking it around. You know, go, go with, your, with your hunches here. There, there, there's usually something to that. So uh, I'm feverishly writing, right? As you can see yeah. me. Um, but just to like sum up some of the things you said, as we sort of close out our podcast, you know, yeah. you're, you're talking about filters, right. And, um, uh, monitoring and blocks and all the parental kind of like things that they can do, taking control over who's paying the bill. I really like, um, your talk about identifying a help person and a help word. Right. And the part that I don't even know, I didn't think about was, once you put your plan together, practicing it, right, rehearsing it and and testing it out and, and having someone call and act as the con and the person doesn't know, like those are all great things. And the other things that struck me is like for BCBAs and parents listening is teaching the difference what is safe and unsafe and legal and unlegal, not legal, right? And it yeah. also occurred to me like strangers versus acquaintances and then like, you know, facts versus wishes right like is this a fact that can actually happen or is this like this unrealistic pipe dream that you're getting conned into well yeah and and oftentimes it can happen quickly or it can be someone who uh develops a longer term relationship and those can be really dangerous point and and the uh the object here may be for uh, kidnapping, it, yeah. that's a potential, uh, certainly uh, uh, recruiting somebody into sex schemes. Yeah, it, uh, uh, yeah it's like what's it's their intent? It's a scary world out there. 
Yeah. And then uh, again, there are uh, state sponsored groups that are out here in encouraging, you know, massive uh, cyber security issues for, for, for all of us. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm thinking that we need to take care of our home first. And yeah. if you're an autistic person and you're, you're listening to this, uh, we need to get together with you there. I know autistic uh, folks who are have background in policing and in investigations, and uh, we need your fine minds to help uh, others see their way through some of these scams out here. It's not it's not that difficult, but we we need some ideas, and we need autistic people to lead these efforts. So yeah, uh, if you're just someone on the spectrum, you're interested in doing that. Give me, give me a holler. I'll help in any way I can to, to get things started and, uh, and let people know uh, what you're doing out here. So they can find you autismriskmanagement.com. Yeah. Right? They can contact you through the website, correct? Yeah. You'd be able to drop me a message yep. or, or my uh, email is ddpi at flash.net. That's easy enough. If you can spell my name right, I don't even know if I can spell <laughs> it right anymore. But if you if you get it right, you can just Google that and, yep. and that will lead you back here. Yeah. Well, this is like to only touch the surface, but I think for like to get BCBAs and families thinking about this, this is exactly what we needed. So I can't thank you enough. And people, if you want more, you can reach out, Dennis. He's very accessible. He he reached. He's responding to me right away. So thank you so much, Dennis. Kelly, let's do this again. Thanks, everybody. We love you. Have <laughs> a, a great rest of 2023. Thanks.